Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bill Peterson joining us now. And, uh, Bill, welcome back from Vegas. Thanks, man. I appreciate, appreciate you being on with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Matt. Enjoyed my time in Vegas and glad to be back uh, here in Waco uh, with our guys and uh, practicing and working out. Coach, do you have a favorite place to stay in Vegas? Are you a uh, – uh, I mean, I, I, I don't – you've never struck me as a huge Vegas guy, but I bet, no, you know, maybe – <laughs> No, I'm not. I do have a favorite place, though. When, when I was in the NBA, we stayed at a Four Seasons that was off the strip, and there were a lot of places to eat around it when I was with the Bucks. But now that I'm at Baylor, I stay at a courtyard by Marriott over by the convention center, and I stay there because there's – uh, a lot of places to walk around it. Uh, it's not it's not close to the strip and kind of easy to get in and out of. So it uh, fits me and my needs, what I want to do in a short time I'm out there. Have you ever caught a show in Vegas? Did you ever yes, have time? Have. And... Long time ago, long time ago, I caught a magic show. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just want to appeal to you young listeners that probably will you. I worked at camp years and years ago out there, and I saw a comedian named Don Wrinkles, okay, and uh, in person, live, he was great, and he obviously has passed away now, but uh, he was very famous at one time in the, at one time in the comedian work, comic world. Yeah, I mean, he he was kind of known for his insults. And, uh... Yes, yes, yes. I said, I uh, the guy was with me was a big-time coach, and uh, I sat in the front, I was working his camp, and he went down the front, of all the tables and every person, and he insulted everybody there. He was great. Everybody was laughing and hollering, and that's what he was good at. And he said something about me just like he did the guy I was with, went down the line. <laughs> Don Rickles said something about you in a Vegas comedy show. I like that. Yeah. Now tell me what coach you were with. See, you know, you've got my curiosity up. What big uh, name coach? An old, old-time guy named Ed Hall. He was an assistant at Tennessee. And he was an assistant for a guy named Sonny Allen, who coached at the University of Nevada, Reno. And his son, Billy Allen, played for him. And Billy now lives in Dallas and is in a, a big rep for Adidas. And uh, I, he was his number one assistant years and years. This is when I first got in coaching. And uh, Ed Hall was the assistant there. And uh, maybe for older people, he worked for uh, Tennessee a long, long time ago for a guy named Ray Mears was a really famous basketball coach in the SEC when Joby Hall was coaching and people like that. So, Run, Sonny, run. Come on now. Yes. I was a kid yes. going to those SMU games when Sonny yes. Allen was over there, and Billy yeah. might have been playing for him at the time, and then yes, David Peeler ended up becoming a great friend yeah. of mine. But, yeah, I those days uh, I recall, and I think Sonny was followed by a name which will not be mentioned, but, uh, yeah. yeah, over – over there on the campus, SMU had some good teams back in the day, especially when Cato and and uh, yes. and Butch and uh, and if they'd had Larry, if Larry Johnson had gotten to campus, they would have won a national title. I mean, they very, they were very, really very good fun. even without him. Yes, they yeah. were. Run, yeah. Sonny, run. He was famous for the fast break, baby. Long time. Yeah, they would they would uh, move it around a little bit. All right, so tell me about summer league. What was that like? Uh, uh, Keontae just went off. I mean, that's pretty fun. Yeah, he's played really well. It was it was unlike anything I've ever been to as far as it's almost like a circus atmosphere, so many people there because of the, the big uh, kid from France, Wimbignana, 
I mean, there, it was the games were sold out. You couldn't buy a ticket when he played, and there's so many people there uh, to see him play. So a lot more people than normal. It's not just the normal basketball community. And the NBA has obviously promoted it great. And people take their vacations out there this week uh, to be a part of it. They go over and watch a couple games. And after every game, there's a Thomas and Mac they play, and there's another auxiliary gym, Cox Pavilion. They take a player from each game, and they sit in a big long hall, and kids can get autographs. They got just like at the Final Four, they got all these shooting machines and they got all these exhibits. And, you know, it's like a convention almost. And there's so many people out there. And I was, Scott lets me go out and watch our guys play. I watched Jared Butler. I had dinner with them, uh, busy with Keontae and Keontae's mother. I watched him play. And then I also got to watch Kendall Brown play the two days I was out there. And, you know, Keontae's in a great situation. One of the things that's really helped him is they need a point guard. And he's got a really elite skill to pass. He had it when he was here even though people didn't see it as much because he was, you know, more on the wing for us. But uh, he's, he's always been a good passer, and he got himself in shape. He's lost almost 20 pounds, and it really helped him, too, that he played He played the week before in Salt Lake City in something called the Rocky Mountain Review. So he played summer league before, so he had three games under his belt. So it really, really helped him to come into Vegas already having played three games against other guys that are – you know, trying to play in the NBA and, you know, some fringe guys and some guys that are roster guys playing. So I think that helped uh, his preparedness uh, for when he went out and played in Vegas. I didn't know he had 20 pounds to lose. That's pretty interesting. So he yeah, he yeah. is pretty uh, uh, sculpted or whatever, yeah. uh, dropped very, some weight and all. Lean. Yeah. I had a guy yeah. text me, one of my friends, a scout, went and saw him play, and he was in, you know, every NBA team sends all their scouts there to – look for fringe guys and free agents and people like that. And, uh, you know, he, he just, he said, Hey, um, I couldn't believe it when I walked in the gym, could not believe it. So said he looked like a different person. So he's done wow. a good job with his weight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. And if he hadn't gotten banged up, you know, people act like he was, you know, that, that was, that part of it was disappointing, but he was yeah. on, he was on one of the great freshman, you know, uh, runs in Baylor history. I don't think there'd ever been a freshman who was doing what he was doing. So when I hear people say, "Oh, that was I didn't that was disappointing how he finished all that," part of that's because yeah. he was so great for whatever month that was, December or maybe it was into right. January, and then that deal happened, and he wasn't quite the same the rest yeah. of the season. I, I mean, do you think that's accurate? Yes. He sprained his ankle, and, you know, it took him a while to come back. He wasn't 100% healthy, and uh, he, he probably came back a little too soon to play in the conference tournament, but he wanted to play, and that's one of the things people like about him. He loves to play, you know, and, and, and he loves to play, and he's done a good job, and, you know, he continues to get better. And, you know, summer league's just a learning experience. It's not the end. It's the beginning, and I told him out there. I said, you're playing good. You're learning, but uh, it's just the start. You know, don't put so much into it like, you know, this is a great thing and this is awesome. It's good that you're playing well. But are you mm-hmm. getting prepared to play when the regular season starts in the NBA? That's, that's the most important thing. Bill, did you happen to see Britney Spears while you were in town? No, I did not. I was not in okay. those uh, surroundings with Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Victor Wimbani. No, I wasn't in that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> that got some uh, play. Bill Peterson, yes, Baylor assistant coach on the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas what about this front court Bill that you guys have assembled I mean this is starting to look like one of your old NBA teams Uh, your background I mean 
this is six seven. I remember you telling me, "Hey, we need to get a little bigger. Need to need to yeah. you know some of the things that you know you y'all are needing to do." And it does seem like you've addressed a lot of that. And then you keep adding. Uh, yeah. Giannis Injanga arrives yeah. on campus. He was on our show yesterday. Seems like a great uh-huh. young guy. Um, yeah, but I mean that. He's another, I mean, how many six, seven or taller? I was just counting them up. I mean, with Bridges, Loner, Eve, EJ, Josh, now Giannis. Isn't one of your walk-ons a six, seven guy or pretty tall? I mean, yeah. it's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that is some serious size, Bill. Yeah. Y- Giannis is really athletic, and he's got good upside. And the best thing is we're going to redshirt him, and that's the plan. And, uh, you know, he's a little behind maybe skill-wise because, you know, where he came from and everything. Um, but he's a great kid, Matt, and he really wants to be here. And, you know, obviously we have great success. We've had great success with kids from, you know, Africa. I mean, John has just been awesome and Josh, and now we got E. And uh, they have a great, uh, you know, they have a great uh, ability to learn, and, and they like it here. And um, as soon as, you know, he keeps improving. He's going to help us in practice. He's a tremendous athlete now. He's He's got a plus five-and-a-half wingspan, you know. So, and he's a very good athlete. He loves to defend. And we're excited to see where he can go and, where, where you know, how good he can be. And uh, he'll help us greatly in practice this year. And, you know, hopefully he'll he'll, he'll blossom and, and be a real plus for us then in the next two years. So Now, um, how – how did he get on your radar, Bill? I mean, you you have a knack for finding some of these JUCO kids. He yeah. was at New Mexico uh, Military Institute. Yeah. How how, how did uh, did somebody say, "Hey, check this guy out," or a friend no, of yours? There's always a great contact. Is, and yeah, yeah, this is the way it was. There's a guy named Francois who's a kind of an agent in Europe who is also John's agent or his mentor, and uh, he had this kid at New Mexico Military. Um, Giannis, and I was trying to help him go to junior college because he was leaving New Mexico military. And the farther I got into it, and he sent me his records and said, you know, he might be eligible Division One. And uh, I said, well, well, let's see. So we got all his records, and we gave it to our compliance people, and he ran through the NCAA. And lo and behold, he's eligible Division One. I. I mean, the more I started talking about it, I watched film, talking to him. I talked to some of my friends that went and saw him play. And I said, well, you know, we might have some interest, but we wouldn't want to ruin a year of his eligibility. Okay. Would he have interest in redshirting? And he had some lower division ones that were recruiting him. He averaged 13 and a half points and eight and a half rebounds uh, mm-hmm. last year in his first year in JUCO. And uh, I kept talking to him more and more. And he kept saying, coach, I just want to come and learn. And I'd love to be a Baylor bear. And I talked to his advisor and we kept going farther on. And he said, I don't really want to go to these division one low level where I can play right away. Uh, I brought it to Scott, and I said, Scott, you know, at this day and time, we don't need 13 scholarship guys. You know, we, we need we need 11 because 12 and 13 aren't going to play, and they're going to leave. They're going to go in the portal, and we're, we're going to be wasting money because, you know, on any really good team, you're not going to play 11, uh, 12, 13. You're not going to play. So now we got a guy for practice that's going to be a good player that can be redshirted, and you know this, Matt. You've been around our program. We all firmly believe the reason we won a national championship is that four of our five starters had redshirted at one point or another before they played at Baylor. You know, David Mitchell redshirted, Macy Oteague redshirted, Adam Flagler redshirted, uh, even Mark Vidal had redshirted before that. So, 
uh, that redshirt year just helps them so much. And kids don't want to do that anymore. But here was a kid who wanted to do it and can't teach them how to be six, seven and a half with a plus five and a half wingspan. So we thought it was a pretty good opportunity for a good young man to come in and help us and get better and uh, fit kind of what we needed in having another big, long four man uh, who can play a little bit on the perimeter. Man, I like this. I love the story, and and that's why you were such a trusted advisor to Scott on things like that, because you know Scott's trying to get everybody, every McDonald's All American in in the yeah. world, you know, on that roster. And I get what you're saying. Those guys are leaving. Y'all had a couple of guys that weren't playing a lot that did stay, you know, won a national yeah. title and have have kind of finally moved on. But that's rare. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. If there's somebody that could be playing somewhere, they're going to go play somewhere. But yes, um, this are. has been yes, this has been are. an interesting off season for y'all, uh, RJ, and and then Jaden Nunn. Tell me a little bit, about, uh, Bill, about the you know how they've tried to they fit in with the culture and kind of and you know what you've been able to see in these summer workouts. Boy, how have they J, how have they fit Ray in? Ray J Dennis, Ray J Dennis has been really good. Uh, what a smart individual! And, you know he's played four years. He's a man. He's not a kid. He's real. Um, polished, you know, he understands his role. He's going to be a really good point guard in the Big 12. I mean, you know, he's coming to the best league in the country. He was the MAC Player of the Year, and I think he understands how to run a team. He's just he's got to get he's got to get better with the physicality of our league. But uh, have really enjoyed working with him. He's the kind of kid, Matt. You know, he wants to play professionally. Every day after practice, he comes over and says, "What do you got for me today, Coach? What do you got for me? You know, I, I want to be a pro." You know, and we'll sit and talk five, ten minutes. You know, and he, he's just really, you know, he, he wants – he has a goal in mind and he wants us to be really good and he wants us to win in the tournament. And he knows he has to keep getting better. And you, you love those kind of guys. And he's played four years. Uh, so, hey, he was actually at Summer League this weekend. Him and a buddy, I saw him in the hallway. He came over and said hello. We talked about ten minutes. Uh, he was out there watching a couple of his guys that had played at Toledo. And uh, just wanted to support him, and he came back Sunday night and was here for workouts Monday. And then Jaden Nunn is man, he he fits our culture so well. He's tough and he's aggressive. He's got to learn to be uh, better offensively as far as attacking the basket, but he can flat guard. We will not be like last year defensively. We we have taken a huge step up. Because this kid, he'll he'll you know he'll bite your nose off. He'll bite your he'll get in your stuff and be on you all over the place. And, He'll crack you and hit you. He says, I don't like when people score on me, Coach. I don't like it at all. It's not good. And, you know, we love that kind of toughness. That, that's that's how you win championships, when guys say, no, you're not scoring. We're shutting you down. And uh, he continues to develop. And he's got two years to play, too. You know, he's played two years at BCU, and obviously he played in a good league, and he played well. And uh, both of them are really good, teachable guys. And uh, they're going to fit us very, very well. And we're excited to have both of them. Well, you're getting me fired up. I mean, that kind of defense, <laughs> that kind of dog mentality, that kind of nastiness yeah. is what you guys need. And uh, I know yeah. that was uh, – y'all are a great offensive team last year, ranked extremely high, but the defense wasn't up to the standard. And, that, and Bill, that's a hard thing to change, isn't it, in midstream, yes, in the middle of the yes, season. Sir. Oh, okay, let's yeah. change what we're doing. And y'all tried yeah. and tried to, to bring the zone back <laughs> – Scott started yep. going back to the zone. I said, wait, what's yeah. Scott doing? He's he's going back to the old days. But uh, yeah. So this will look like kind of what Baylor fans have come to expect. Yes. Yeah, very, very much so. I mean, you know, Scott, uh, bless his heart, he, he, 
he's a guy that looks for answers, okay? I mean, he wants solutions. You can complain all you want. This isn't good, and this doesn't work and everything. Let's figure it out. And we did try and play some zone. It didn't work very well, And but he was searching for answers. And, you know, we were very, very good offensively, but we weren't good enough defensively. This team will be way, way different. I don't know that we'll be as good offensively, but, man, we are long and athletic, and we have size all over the place. And we got a couple couple dudes on that floor. They're going to guard their butts off. They're going to be nasty, and they're going to hit you. One of the things we really focused in the summer is getting over ball screens when you're guarding a perimeter guard. Don't get hit all the time. Don't get hit. you got to be tougher. you got to be tougher. And now we got guys telling each other, all right, hey, hey, man, hey, get over. You can't get hit. Come on, we're not doing that here. You know, and when you start getting a bunch of guys doing that, that's just going to build, build, and build, and build, and just make you a better team uh, to win big games. All right. I mean, don't let them hurt each other. I mean, it sounds like y'all are kind of getting <laughs> after each other out there. So, you know, get them, get them they, to the dance on time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do get after each other, which we love. You know, how's, uh, obviously, how's your how's your guy, uh, Dantuan Grimes? What's he up to? I, uh, he's playing yeah, so, pretty well, too. You know, he. He's really quick and athletic, and he's one of the guys that falls in there with Jaden Nunn and kind of developed a little defensive mentality for himself. And uh, Jared Nunes said the other day, he said, man, Antoine, he, he is hard as heck to screen. He gets over every ball screen, and that's kind of his identity now. He can pick up full court, you know, and he loves to pressure the ball, and he's got great speed and quickness. And we got a lot of guys that really fit pretty well together right now on our team, and you know, only having 11 guys eligible uh, is probably helping us, and it, all of them kind of see maybe a little bit where they could might play a little bit. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, uh, our whole overall group will take a step up defensively and how hard we play and just how hard we compete. And, uh, you know, we got a couple guys on the team that are pretty good NBA prospects too. I mean, a lot of the scouts in, in uh, Vegas were asking me, well, what about this guy? What about that guy? How's he doing? So I would imagine before November 1, we'll have all 30 NBA teams in here again watching our guys. Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Walter's name's already showing yes. up. I'm sure you'd yeah. like to see him play one game for you before they start showing up on these yeah. lottery lists. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really great. Let's let him do something first, okay? I mean, it's funny how Sohan did it. He wasn't on any lottery list, was he? No. And and then he no, he, he got the chance to y'all put him in a good spot, and he yep. played his tail off, yep. and then he suddenly yep. becomes a lottery player. When y'all yep. brought him in, you weren't thinking, well, he's going to be a lottery no. guy. You're just like, let's develop Never. him the best we can. Yeah. We thought I, I sat with John Jacobs one day. You know, John's the one that led the recruiting on him, and uh, I said, you know, he'll probably be a two year guy. You know, but he's going to be really good. You can just see him keep growing and. Scott did a great job putting him in advantageous positions and the ability to run his offense out there and move the ball and let him kind of set things up for us like a swing power forward. And boy, he just took off. And, you know, his skills and his elite athleticism. And I talked to the Spurs guy out in Vegas, and they absolutely love him. They think they got a steal at the ninth pick in the draft. You know, and they're so excited. I mean, he's, he's, he played backup point guard for the Spurs this year, some in the NBA. And they love his versatility and his basketball acumen you know and uh, i didn't think it'd come this quick but uh it did and you know it was fun when he was here i wish he would have stayed longer but uh, he's a heck of a talent for sure are you going to coach as long as pop extension i mean you're you're quite a bit younger than pop but i mean you've been doing it for a while yeah i'm five years younger than him i think he's 
or six years. He's 72 and I'm 66. But there are a couple of people asked, when are you going to retire? When are you going to stop coaching? I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I love doing it. And I, I don't know if most people know, obviously I haven't been able to be on the floor, but July one, that changed. We were able to add two coaches. So now me and Tweety Carter are on the floor coaching every day. I get to do workouts. Uh, Scott's giving me a couple of small defensive responsibilities um, so I love it. I love being around the kids. It keeps me young and I still have great energy and, uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I don't know why I would quit, you know, when I'm doing something, I don't come to work every day. I come to have fun and I have a great passion for it. And, uh, I just enjoy our players fire me up and I love being around them. And we have a great group of kids and we have a great staff as you well know. So it's fun to be around those kind of people every day. All right, if you ever retire, you just come do radio with me, okay? I mean, it's the, that keeps you invested in all of that. But, uh, well, Bill, that's fun. It's fun to get to catch up with you. And uh, y'all are all over the place. The Peach Jam, Vegas, yep. wherever that yep. USA deal. Uh, yep. Jacus is overseas. I mean, you think he would yeah. sit, uh, share some of his air miles with us? Uh, I mean, I, If he did, you'd be set for a long time with all his miles from being overseas, for sure. Goodness gracious. We got to watch yeah, and make sure he's not doing too much sightseeing. But, you know, John, <laughs> he's he's wired for hoops. You know, if there's yes, if any is. trip, he's not taking yeah. any side trips because that's not like him. You know, I would he's, be over there looking at every, you know, I'd be in Transylvania <laughs> looking at Dracula's castle, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. And John's yeah. just like, oh, I don't have time for that. I got to go. Yeah. Uh, there's a seven foot five guy. Yep. He goes to the gym and he finds them and he watches them and he makes the right connections and uh, they're all. I know all our guys are going to Vegas. There's a big tournament this weekend in Vegas, a high school tournament Saturday, and uh, I think they're all going out uh, Friday to watch summer league too. I know Scott, and AB, and Jared and John are all going out for the day to watch uh, watch our guys play. And it's always fun to see your guys out there and kind of help them and you know pump them up and just tell them you're proud of them and just help them in their careers move forward. Yeah, that's very cool that y'all y'all do that. We'll keep our eye on. There's a kid out of Lake Highlands that we all have our eye yeah, on yeah, as well. Yeah. We'll keep our we'll yep. keep our eye on him as well. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill, thank Watch you. Him Pre- for sure. Yeah, yeah. Pre- I I appreciate it. Great to visit with okay. you, and uh, look forward to seeing you in person soon. Okay. All right, see you, Matt. Thank you. Uh, you bet, Bill Peterson. There he goes. And uh, Bill's been doing it a while. He's been in the NBA. And uh, he's he's a trusted advisor to Scott. And, Aaron, you can kind of see why. <clears throat> it's just kind of like Bill just – Bill's not like, oh, man, I, you know, I'm worried about saying this. Bill just tells it like it is. And he's been doing it too long to worry about this or that. And uh, I love it. We find out so much and learn from him. And he's a great uh, listener to the show. He listens to the show when he gets a chance, and we love having him out there. All right, um, it is time for some 